You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. This is the mandatory Samson podcast coming to you live from Stand Up New York Labs in New York City on a disgustingly hot day. I truly fucking hate it. Uh, Joey is sitting here in sunglasses i don't know why andrew genelosi sitting here just looking normal it's great it's nice to have him uh evan is manning the producer duties right now while little joe rary's editing something he's gonna come in in a minute okay everybody welcome to the program yes i'm so happy you're happy tell everybody why (laughs) don't relax Sorry, Uh, sorry we do have a very exciting show today uh we have a lot of great topics to get okay. into. We're going to give some updates on things that we've gotten into over the last couple of weeks, over oh, nice. time. It's going to be good. We have a little bit of art mm-hmm. that we're going to talk about at the end of the show. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk a little hockey at the beginning of the program. Okay. Uh, we're going to give updates about TPP, yeah. the military, demilitarization ban of the police, all this stuff. we got a lot of stuff. But Joey, mm-hmm. what Joey's referencing that he's excited about is we have a huge development for the program. We've been talking about it for a while. Yes, we have We been. finally got... A soundboard for the show. Yes. Yes. Uh, little Joe Harari called me yesterday and he was like, hey, you busy? And I was like, I don't know why. And he's like, why don't you make sound clips? Let's get on this thing. Let's make a soundboard for the program. That is For awesome. those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, if you listen to like radio or whatever, when somebody's talking and you can just play a sound effect yep. uh, on the fly in real time. So Real you, time. You're pretty excited about this. I Do you am. think that we should go through maybe some of these sounds, let people hear what we're dealing with? Yes. Because, and I'm going to say this before we even get into that. Mm-hmm. If you guys listening, if you have any particular sounds like from the course of the show that you oh, like, that's awesome. Little clips. Let me know. Go through, find whatever time they played, and let me know. Maybe I'll yeah. cut them out, and we we can add it to our collection. But we got a pretty nice little collection here, and I think I want to add a couple. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk after Done. the show or whatever. But this was just. On a whim, we put it together, and I credit Little Joe Rare for making me do it finally. It's very good. He hooked me up with the Ableton board that we have here. Nice. It's a nice Akai uh, board. Yes, it is. It's beautiful. It's great. Yes. Um, I want to say this. We have a couple of shout-outs before we get into some yes. of these clips. I want to give a quick shout-out to my friend Carl Lind, who is Swedish. He okay. touched me on Snapchat. Oh, I told him I give, Yeah. I told him I gave him a little shout-out. Here it is, Kyle. Thank you for getting in touch, buddy. We appreciate you listening. I also want to thank some others who sent me um, compliments about the show. Different oh, awesome. uh, Chesterfield cigarette stuff on Snapchat, which oh, I really nice. appreciate. So thank you for that. And I got some emails. We always get tweets. It's great. The SoundCloud comments. We love it. So yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you all very much for that. Uh, I'm just going to get the plugs out of the way at the beginning of the show, and then we can move on. Mm-hmm. Cool. SoundCloud.com slash mandatory Samson. You go on there. Oh, yeah, somebody pointed out, I think it was Benedict Laz, I want to say, yeah. that I keep saying subscribe. It's, it's not follow, subscribe, right? it's follow. Yeah. Oh, that's a big yeah. difference. What an asshole, 33 episodes. I know, man. What a dick you are. <laughs> I can't help <laughs> it. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so follow the show. If you go to soundcloud.com slash mandatory samples, you can follow us. It's and a, please do. You get the idea. Yeah, subscriptions, follows are going up. We really appreciate that. Uh, you can send us emails at mandatorysampson at gmail.com. They're always very much appreciated. Always. Uh, dailymotion.com uh, slash standup New York Labs. You can find all the episodes of this show and all the other video of all the other shows we do, which is great. And um, if you want to watch live. Chris, yes, that's also where you go. You go to Daily Motion. You go to dailymotion.com and just search Labs Live. The best way or the most immediate way to get the live link is just uh, type in Daily Motion Stand Up NY Labs Live. And I believe it's the second thing that pops up, the right. second result. Well, there you go. And you're right there, baby. You're here with us. Perfect. Nice. So that's what you do. Uh, and then, yeah, if you want to get at us on Twitter, I'm at Man Sam. Joey's at Joey from Jersey, Jersey with Z. And the guy across from me is at A underscore Lozy, L O Z Z I. On all platforms. On all platforms. I'm Man Sam based on everything Instagram, Snapchat for mm-hmm. sure. So, okay. You excited, Joey? Yes, I am. All right. So, here's what I did I went through some of the shows, some things that we've talked about before, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, that are relevant. And I think people yes. that have been fans of the show are going to recognize some of these sound clips. I also found some other ones. Okay, it is hot as balls in here. I can't believe it. I know. Um, yeah. Is it worth turning the air on? You really can't hear it. I don't know. Evan, yeah, why don't you turn the air conditioning on? So everybody that's listening, you might hear a little hum in the background because it's insanely hot we'll go, here. We we'll, can't handle it. We can fix, we'll fix it, and fuck post. With it and post. Not it. going to. Okay, so anyway, so <laughs> uh, let's just go through some of these sound clips, and you let me know what you think about yes. these. This one I feel like I'm going to use a lot for you, Joey. Ugh. No. no Who's that like? booing? Huh? Who's that booing? It's just random, it's just random, random people booing, and they're booing and hissing. At me. That's a long one. Maybe I need to get <laughs> that one down a little bit. That's you, Joey. All the time. How did the crickets get in the room, though? That's my question. I don't know. It's when you tell a joke. That's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how often I'm going to use that one, but it's kind of funny. Party all the time. Uh, all right. Now, so that's that's like your generic yes. sound effects. Growing up, I only had one good pair of shoes. Oh, that's Joni awesome. Ernst, what are you doing here? <laughs> Wait, you know, if it starts raining in, in a pinch, mm-hmm. you know what you can put on your feet? What? Plastic bread bags. Plastic bread bags. Nicely done. That's perfect. This is good. I'm glad she's here. <laughs> Samsonite. Right. Because that's what you are if you listen to the show. You're a yeah, Samsonite. This is an interesting one if you're hungry. Chipotle. You can go to Chip- Chipotle. Look at that. Chipotle. <laughs> if you don't get it, you need to go back and listen to the different episodes of the show. But uh, that's coming up, right, Evan, on the uh, computer that's recording? Perfect. That's okay. awesome. Uh, this, these are my personal favorites. <laughs> yeah. Ah. The crackle. <laughs> <laughs> Our buddy Joni Ernst. These are going to come in so handy. I love this. I'm so glad she decided to show up today. I know. It's, it's great. really cool. She strapped on her. Samsonite. Oh, no. Damn yeah. it. I know. Plastic bread. <laughs> and she walked on over here. Because she is a. Samsonite. Nicely done. Perfect. Yeah, we're going to get better at this. These are. All right. And then these are the last ones. Okay. My dick is never limp. Oh, wow. Joey, why would you say that? <laughs> That's not even what we're talking about. Often imitated, never duplicated. All right. I look like a fucking pimp. No, you guys. don't. Is that why you're wearing those glasses? Absolutely. Hey, Joey. Yes. No, we out. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So, so anyway. So, be gone. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Well, was that yeah, how that looks? Yeah. yeah get, get out of here, Joey. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, all right. So, that's going to get old if we just keep playing them. But anyway, yes. so the, that's the soundboard I'm very that's excited awesome. about. We're going to add a couple to it because I want to add a couple of mine. Not like me personally, but like the yeah, ones like, I oh, like. Of course. The specific ones. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. The, yeah, no, it's going to be Darren great. Miller scream. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was trying to find Joey going, yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. I yeah. 
All right, so we'll, we'll add record that. that. And then we need like one Mark Norman just being like, aha. I tried to find that. I, I like ran out of time yesterday. I was going to do that for sure. But yeah, we'll add some we other some uh, lab specific clips. Okay. So real quick, I just want to say this about the New York Rangers. The New York Rangers mm-hmm. were down three games to two yes. in their Eastern Conference final against the Tampa Bay Lightning. They won seven to three over the Lightning in game six. Mm-hmm. They've now forced a historic game seven at Madison Square Garden, which is going to take place tomorrow evening or tonight, really, if mm-hmm. you're listening to this. Uh, the Rangers are going to win that game. Yep. Okay. We're going back to the final. Oh, yeah. Starts next Wednesday, and it's going to be terrific. Yep. Now, and then we're all going to the parade afterwards. You better believe we are. Now, here's my question for you. Do you feel that someone is going to step up and lead the team to victory, or you feel it's going to be more like a team effort for this game seven? Team effort. It's going to be a team effort. You're always looking at Henrik Lundqvist to be the best player on the ice. Yes. He's the Rangers Who goalie. stood on his goddamn head the other night. Absolutely. He's a phenomenal player. Mm-hmm. He's always going to come to play, and I have no worries about him in game seven. Rick Nash, Derek Broussard, they had phenomenal games. JT Miller in the last yes. game. So, yeah. I mean, Derek Broussard had a Mark Messier-like night in mm, game six, mm-hmm. which I don't throw that around lightly. People were saying, oh, Vatrican's Mess-. No, he's not. No. The, Broussard had mm-hmm. a Mark Messier-like night. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I don't have time to explain it. But, I yeah, gotcha. the Rangers are going to have a very solid team effort. They're going to win that game. I'm looking 3-1 to one, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, you could see that. Like 3-1, three, 3-2 three, maybe. Yeah, just a Four, solid two. effort. They're yeah. going to win. They're going to go to the final. Now, do you think Bishop has a voice in his head from the last game that they took him out right before the end of the game? Um, Joey's referring to the Tampa Bay Lightning goalie who got pulled from the game. He gave up five goals and they took him out of the game. Uh, you never know. Yeah. He's an inexperienced guy. You got to think that on some level, yeah, it's messing with him. He gave up a lot of goals. He gave up five goals through a shutout and then gave up five goals Goals. again. So yeah, that's, that's hard. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. Um, that's hard because it's not like. You know, with baseball, with a starter, you put him in, maybe they hit like six runs, he gets pulled. Uh, that's fine. You can deal with it because right. it's 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 often more recurring than in hockey. You know what I mean? Like, oh, absolutely. You, like, it, it, like, I could see how that would really mess with your head, especially being a young goalie in yeah. the NHL. Right, know? his first time through this. Plus, it's a lot of pressure to be at the Garden. Yeah, it's going to be man. it's going to be interesting. It's going to be loud. We'll see. I mean, uh, but okay, so whatever. I don't want to jinx anything, okay. but yes, I think the Rangers are going to win that game. We'll see what happens. And, you know, I want to say this. I'm not going to win. I got it. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> they... I was correct, and I guess it was like five, six episodes ago now that we like yes. predicted the brackets. The only one I got wrong was the fucking stupid Winnipeg Jets. I thought they were going to beat the Ducks. Uh, yeah. If I'd picked the Ducks, I'm dead right to this point. If the Rangers and Blackhawks go to the final, I was 100% so, correct. Yeah, awesome. But, eh, it's too bad it's not like March Madness where people will pay you money for filling out your bracket. No, I got nothing. Did you fill out an actual bracket? Yeah, the NHL was doing like a bracket challenge or something that I got cool. involved in, but it just didn't work uh, out for me. Wow. I think you should bring up uh, something exciting. Oh, great call. Andy brings up a great point. Polar says, this is before we get, I promise we have a legit show planned, yeah. but we're just kind of meandering through the beginning of this. Mm-hmm. Polar Seltzer, strawberry watermelon. That's a brand new summer flavor. Oh, nice. It's very refreshing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I don't look refreshed because I'm just like sweating and it's hot, but th- believe me, my insides are chill with this thing. It's wonderful. Is it more strawberry or, or more watermelon you know it's or it's a, the perfect blend? It's a perfect blend, of course. It's a perfect blend. And I'm keeping cool uh, oh. in this very hot room because I, as always, have a very oh look at this kid he's got his ethic oh wow oh, bright wow. red ethic yeah. underwear i love it bright reds man i i like them a lot and uh <laughs> again at <laughs> ethica somebody's excited if you would like to sponsor a young man i'm uh i'm here i'm available 
Samsonite. I don't know what that means. All right. Hey, Evan, you know what? I don't think this air conditioning is doing shit, honestly. Why don't you just kill I, it? I, oh, I, you feel it? I All right, so leave it. That's yeah. fine. Okay. All right, so that's what we got to do at yes. the beginning of the show. That's fine. Uh, I'm going to try to find my way with these uh-huh. over here, um, and, and we'll see what It'll happens. It'll come to but you. It'll come to me, but it's the first day, so let's see. Why do you get to control it? Good question. Uh, well, Joey wanted to do it before. I mean, <laughs> oh, we, no, that me, that's never going to happen, right? <laughs> we can, me and you can switch on and off. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, once maybe I, that. You know what? Once that might I get a right laptop, move. that might yeah. be a good idea. Yeah. Uh, so that that's something that will be discussed 100. percent Okay. Let's get into the show. Okay. We got a lot of good topics to cover, and you know what? We're not really under a time restraint today because there's nobody coming in after us. So we're gonna kind of take our time, and we're gonna get through these topics. Nice. This might be a little bit of a longer episode, but I'm I'm excited about that. I think we're good to go. There's no uh, invasion today. No. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, we're so good we're show. gonna go till let's see what time is it? Till the cows come home. It's five o'clock. We'll go till nine thirty. That's right. <laughs> nice. So strap in. This will probably be about a six hour episode. Uh, It'll be a Joe Rogan episode. That's right. Here's what I want to get into first. Yes. This is just a brief thing. I just wanted to bring it up because I think it's important. Chelsea Manning, formerly mm-hmm. Bradley Manning, who we, I think, mentioned a couple of weeks ago. I forget why yes. uh, she came up. But she was the one that released a lot of uh, papers to WikiLeaks, including the collateral murder video, which I found extremely important. It really helped shape my opinion about, like, solidify my opinion about the war in Iraq and what we were doing mm-hmm. there, uh, amongst other things. But that was a, a turning point kind of for me to see that. And uh, it was the fifth year that she has been in detention, military mm-hmm. detention, since releasing those documents. And I got a question why that's necessary. I don't think she should be in jail. Is at she all. any closer to getting well, out? She's or no? 30 years away from getting out. Oh, why? You don't think she should? I, I agree. I don't think she should be in jail, but right. do you understand why she yeah. is? Yes. Oh, okay. No, I do. Okay. I mean, got it, got it, got it. I get why they would put her in, in jail, but right, okay. I. I disagree with those reasons. But, sure. Yeah, yeah, I do too. But I was just asking. No, of course. Yeah, absolutely, okay. yes. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so I just wanted to bring that up because it's like don't forget about these people that did things, um, again, because of their conscience and for our benefit. It wasn't yes. yeah. you know, for personal gain. Please don't forget that. Then Certainly not. She made a sacrifice. Yes, she a huge did, one. Man. A huge one. She sacrificed her freedom for all of ours, basically. Right. Because she saw that something was going on that – she knew was wrong and yeah. it is wrong and brought it she, to life. And you know, the other thing I didn't want to get too deep into this, but she did go up the chain of command. She did tell um, yeah. officers above her mm-hmm. and they were like, yeah, okay. They did nothing about it, about the abuses that were going on in Iraq. And, uh, you know, anyway, it is what it is. It yeah. is what it is. She is in, uh, Kansas in at prison le- at Leavenworth. Leavenworth yeah. yeah. And, uh, so that's the fifth, uh, yesterday was the fifth. Okay. They had me up in there for uh, stealing gold bricks one time. Hmm. Oh, my God. I broke out like Wiley Dufresne. Wiley Dufresne? That's what you called when you were with him. That's what you called him. That was your nickname for him. Who was he? He, I I, I don't get that. Shawshank Redemption. Oh, okay. God. Why why was that my nickname? (laughs) Or why was it a nickname for him? His name's not Wiley. It's not? No, it's uh, Andy. Uh, Oh, yeah. How did you not even know that? That's your name. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. uh, all right so that, i just wanted to bring that up yes oh joey you, I, I didn't touch it you better be writing tags i am Not I, tags. I, 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 got, I got it titles right here i'm waiting what do you got so far nothing you haven't said anything <laughs> funny yet okay. <laughs> oh you know what you know <laughs> you know where i got wiley dufresne from no um in silicon valley uh martin Starr says it 
Huh. He's uh he's drinking two hundred because they're at like one of those big like Google parties or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's drinking uh two hundred dollar like liquid shrimp. Oh my god! Oh. Yeah, and he's like it's two hundred a quart. Wiley Dufresne made it, and they're like, "What's it taste like?" And he's like, "What I imagine cum would taste like." Yeah, I can't imagine that. Would, yeah, that sounds disgusting. Yeah. Mort Starr, I like him, and great show, Party Down. You guys should check oh. it out. If you haven't oh, heard yeah, it's yeah, hilarious yeah. show. Oh yeah, they but they ended it right. Yeah, it was only on for two seasons. Two it was se- like Stars or something. Nobody watched it. But yeah, it was, great. It was mm-hmm. but that was a hilarious show. Absolutely. Um, all right, here's what I want to get into. Yes, Joe, you brought this up last week. This is the California oil spill. Yes. Uh, we touched on it briefly. It was like at the end of the episode. I have a couple more details that we can get okay. into about it. Uh, just a quick update. And then we are going to get into some TPP stuff. Yes. Which I have quite a bit on that. And it kind of transitions into corporate bribery and sort of like mm. what we're always talking about, money and politics. So yes. we're going to get into that type of stuff, which is interesting. A big That's going to be a theme of today's episode where like money plays a part in shit going wrong. Okay. Okay. Which is typically a theme true. of the show. Yeah. Um. California oil spill. It's a company called the Plains All-American Pipeline. All right. Okay. They're Houston-based. They're the only operator in Santa Barbara County to operate outside of regulatory oversight. Oh, of course. They did not. Because of this, they didn't have an emergency shutoff valve. No, no, no. Why would you have an emergency shutoff valve? Nobody nobody forced them to, (laughs) so they just didn't have one. Okay. Uh, they, they're, uh, the leak now stretches 11 miles. Oh, nice. 100,000 gallons of, uh, oil has spilled onto coastal lands ah. and into the Pacific off Santa Barbara. Now, is there any A way I could take place, that? place, by the way. Santa Barbara, yeah, I haven't been there, but I can Bottle it up? What? Is there any way I could take the oil and bottle it up and sell it in a little bit? No, it'd be diluted with salt water. Oh. Oh. <laughs> this is just how I'm going to respond. I'm not even going to answer you anymore. I'm just going to just start like... <laughs> um... <laughs> Plains All American Pipeline. It's a little long. Yeah, I know. We're gonna we'll adjust over time. Uh, they have listen to this. This is yes. what's crazy. And then I have a quote about just like the environmental impact, and then we'll move on. But I think it's worth just giving a little update about. They have 175 federal safety and maintenance violations in 2006. Oh, that's nice. They're fifth out of 1,700 operators in terms of infractions. All right, so they are like wow. right at the goddamn Who's top. Who's first? BP. It doesn't. It didn't say in the article, yeah. and I I didn't do extra research on that. But they're so they're they're up there. Yeah, they're in the top five. Okay, and of course they're operating without any kind of regulation. Which I don't know how people even argue that regulation. We need to cut more regulation. No, we need way more regulation yes. because shit like this wouldn't happen. Or instead of fucking finding them, you just go. Well, you can't operate anymore. That's the end. But we make so much money. Well, you bring somebody else yeah, in who can do a better job. Listen to this quote, and you tell me whether. We should allow them to keep operating or ever allow any company like this to operate without a regulation. Phyllis Griffin, who's the associate director of the USC Sea Grant program, she says, the consequences of what you can't see are as important as what you can see. You can't ever get it all out, referring to the oil. There are so many nooks and crannies where the oil can hide. By seeping into sediment, reefs, and beaches, some of the oil may become invisible but cause lasting harm by, quote, smothering organisms in what has been a pristine ecosystem. Oh, good God. I love smothering organisms. <laughs> uh, so that might be a good title, Jamie. I'm doing uh, it right now. Little Joe Herrera, are you in? Nice. Get get on the mic. I'm just going to finish this, and then we'll, we'll talk about uh, 
the soundboard real quick. Uh, Greg Armstrong, the chief executive of Planes All-American. Mm-hmm. This is nice. He goes, we deeply, deeply regret that this incident has occurred at all. I said that. I, I said the last for, time. For who? What's he regretting? He regrets that this happened. That they spilled the, the oil. oil spill? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Good. We apologize for the damage that it's done to the wildlife and to the environment. So it's fixed. No, it's not. That's it. Oh, the, that apology did not fix this? It did not fix the goddamn thing. No. So what you're telling me is this guy apologizes. Mm-hmm. This is going to last forever. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. We're all on the same page. Did he mention maybe installing a shutoff valve? Or you know, that, that hasn't, not brought up? <laughs> that hasn't even come, come up. up. <laughs> that hasn't come up yet. No. Uh, you would think that might be, you know, number one on the list, but. Apparently. You would think. This was yes. his response to that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> little Joe Johnny, Harry. Johnny Ernst is What's just walking on? in all the water with her bread bag shoes. Yeah, oh, damn it! I wish bread I could bag find... shoes. Plastic bread bags. Right, Johnny, yeah. you got it. Uh, little Joe Harry, welcome to the program. Thank you, Sarah. I was editing. No, 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 no problem. Uh, this is working out great. I, I love that you helped no, me no set problem. up the uh, fantastic the board. Idea. I love you guys. You know that. Yeah. We love you too, and you really earned your keep today. Absolutely, sure. and thank you for editing that. Show. No, 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 there's no problem at all. Thank you. Were you going to say something here, Joey? What? I, I, I want to touch it. What? The sound oh, the bar. soundboard? No, yeah. not right now. Uh, not with those grimy fingers. Yeah, I don't think this is the time. Oh, I was, I was going. Andy's going to drape his, the other way. his people all over it. All right. Here's something else I want to get into that we wow. talked about. What? Okay. Here's something that uh, mm-hmm. we talked about last week that I think was interesting. Uh, Obama's police military uh, gear ban. Yes. We have an update on that. It's a little frustrating. Oh, I bet I'm not going to lie to you. Six of the seven items on the prohibited list yes. that they announced, they haven't been distributed to cops in years. Mm. Oh, that's so, convenient. They they outlawed, like, Colt revolvers. Right, and, shit like, that they weren't getting anyway. They outlawed and, them. And, like, hand grenades. Do they, you happen to have that list? Yeah, I do have a list. Of course. Please, please. Joey... Of course I do. What do you think this is? Um, Who do you think I am? You? <laughs> yeah. That's me, son. Um, bayonets are the only non-banned item still getting given uh, to the police. Okay, yeah. so that they banned Who bayonets. The hell uses a bayonet. A revolutionary war? Yeah, Jesus. Uh, they use them as like sturdy. They don't put them on the rifles. They use them as like sturdy knives. I read. They just use them to like gut shit. Anyway, but to that's the only one that they banned. Yeah, probably. They so okay so yes. bayonets. I do have the list of uh, banned items. Well, hold on. I also have a quote. Joe, you really threw me off here. Professor Peter Kraska mm-hmm. of Eastern Kentucky University School of Justice Studies. Yes, I have a couple of his quotes. Then we'll get into the list. Okay. He called this band a publicity stunt. Quote yes. a publicity stunt. Quote. Basically, we had a big announcement that there would be restrictions. It talked about armored personnel carriers. Lots of the media reported it verbatim, of course, the talking points. But all you had to do was barely scratch under the surface, and it's nothing more than symbolic politics. Okay. These are things that are banned um, that Obama said he was banning that mm-hmm. are already banned. Oh. Tracked, tracked armored vehicles. They're tanks. Yeah. Okay. They're not allowed to use tanks anyway. They're yeah. not giving them anymore. They have them, but they're not giving any more. Weaponized cool. aircraft. Uh-huh. Uh, vessels and vehicles of any kind. Like okay. Apache helicopters and y- shit? You're correct. Yeah. Firearms of 50 caliber or higher. Oh, Good the old God. 50 cal. Mr. Uh, Devil of Ramadi's choice. Is that literally what it is? Yeah, like a the, sniper the, rifle? The, it's a, the Barrett 50 cal. That's, oh, I didn't that's know. I was glad. military I'm... sniper rifle, yeah. When I was reading Which it, I figured you'd know. That's is like They're like the length of this table. They're like eight grand. They also I, have, I want so They bad. also have 50 caliber uh, like turret 
guns. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like the, the pigs. Fifty cal is what is what they shoot out of the sides of helicopters too. Like, Do you remember that mission in Call of Duty, Guild in the Mist, where you shoot the guy's arm off? No, 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 no. Who hasn't? <laughs> Nobody remembers that. Um, that was a fifty caliber. Anyway, they also banned the fifty cal ammunition, uh, grenade launchers, bayonets. Again, are the only one they're getting, and grenade camouflage launchers. uniforms. Okay, fine. See, these are things that are not banned. Let's get into the not banned list, <laughs> okay. and then we can talk about it. Okay. Modified M16 assault rifles, Humvees. Which, all right, yeah. that that's okay. Helicopters, not banned. Oh God. Just real quick, you yeah. know, you know what modified means, right? I don't. Uh, no. That means it's fully automatic. Terrific. Oh. Night vision goggles. Mine. This is insane. Well, you Look should at, have night vision goggles. If it's dark out, you want to be able to see. Mine-resistant yeah. ambush-protected vehicles. That, to me, sounds like what you drive around a racket. But does right? this yes. include SWAT teams? This is part of the whole thing. Yeah, police. Um, yeah, so is the police a part of the SWAT SWAT, SWAT is, part is part of the, of the police. police. Yeah, yeah. Right. So these guys should have helicopters. They should have night vision. But that's what you have the like National Guard for, like the military. I don't think cops should have that shit at all. Or you should have a totally separate organization that's SWAT that isn't called in for like basic police work. That, yeah, that seems insane to me. Come in and shoot corgis and shit. Bearcat <laughs> vehicles, which I, I don't really know what that is. That's um, that's again like a vehicle with tracks, basically. Okay, a smaller version. Military style helmets, shin guard shields, and obviously more shit. So none of that stuff is banned. The stuff that they did say they were banning a lot of it, the police weren't getting anyway. The only one was bayonets. So yeah. that shit pisses me off. It's just a stunt. A bearcat is a like a armored truck, like that you would uh yeah you that would bring uh money in, but just like oh really okay yeah, yeah it's like All a right. modified version of that. Fair enough. Anyway, but that's they just... do have tracks, right? Uh, no four wheels, just like a normal oh, four car. Wheels? Oh, I thought they had tracks. Um, yeah, that is that's quite the list they got there. Yeah, of shit that they um, can still have. Yeah, yeah. I don't like. See, to me, camo wouldn't bother me as, and I might have mentioned this, doesn't bother me as much as the all black, you know, SS look. Absolutely, and that's yeah. not banned at all. They yeah, banned the camouflage look, which, meanwhile, you know that, that some police forces are still wearing camouflage shit. Absolutely. But right, yeah. but the the whole like the blacked out look is really terrifying obviously and then they're walking around with modified m16 assault rifles so that's great out so of helicopters and shit fully automatic and the m16 probably the touchiest trigger out there and modified means that it can either be adjusted up to a three-round burst or up to fully automatic how many Terrific. bullets in the clip how many bullets are in that clip yes 30 30 or 50 oh shit and with and they obviously have. I think they carry five or six of them on their vest. So you pop one out. Uh, yeah, you you're good to go. Right yeah. yeah, you're good to go. Um. All right. So the, I just wanted to give a yeah. quick update on that. We're gonna move on. Now we're gonna get into like the meat of this. Those are like some updates, and we're okay. gonna get into some like serious shit now here. Not that that isn't, but this is more like intense. That we're gonna talk about the NSA phone. This is, uh, we're gonna talk about the NSA uh, bulk collection of phone records thing. Mm-hmm. A little bit of Patriot and Freedom Act update. I have some video clips that we're going to get into. One of your buddy, Chris Christie, who I can't stand. Is your phone ringing? It's okay. not mine, sir. Um, <laughs> you like that, right? Uh, we, anyway, we have a Chris Christie clip that we're going to get to at the end. Okay. We also have an Edward Snowden clip that I'd like to play before we get into any of what a- we're about to talk this. about. Okay? okay. So let me play this Edward Snowden clip, and then we're going to get into some NSA, uh, Patriot Act, and Freedom Act stuff. If it'll fucking play. Come on say uh, they don't care 
about privacy because they've got nothing to hide, haven't really thought too deeply about the issues because what they're really saying is that I don't care about this right. When you say I don't care about the right to privacy because I have nothing to hide, that's no different than saying I don't care about freedom of speech because I have nothing to say or freedom of the press because I have nothing to write. There's a seriously concerning trend in many liberal advanced democracies where we see a growing appetite in government to narrow the limits of our rights. Uh, a draft speech that was quoted recently by David Cameron uh, after the election implied that simply because you're following the law, simply because you haven't done anything wrong, doesn't mean you'll be exempt from governmental interference in your private life. And this is an extraordinary departure from the traditional operation of liberal societies. The whole point of the law is that's the standard of behavior that you are held to. To go beyond that uh, and to say that the government's going to take a role not only in saying what is and is not uh, lawful, but to actually say what is and is not proper behavior, uh, reasonable thinking, an extreme idea, empowers the government in a way that I, I think without precedent in the kind of world that we grew up in. And we need to ask serious questions about do we want to leave our children a less free world than the one that we ourselves inherited? Okay, so hmm. thank you, Edward Snowden. Once again, Edward Snowden, a hero, not a traitor. And yes. every time I hear that guy say something, it just becomes clearer and clearer that he has a very strong moral compass. He understands uh, the concept of democracy very mm -hmm. well, and he knew full well what he was doing, and he was doing it out of the, out of uh, the desire to be helpful as a citizen of the United States and as a global citizen. The guy knows what he's talking about, yes. yep. and he's right about that. Right. If a law is a law, then that's where the role of enforcement and punishment ends. Mm -hmm. Anything beyond that is outside of the law. So yes. that's not something that you should be punished for. His point here is obviously with the NSA and all the um, bulk collection, it, it's going, it's extra legal. Even if you're not doing something, your shit is being collected. Yes, it is in a million different ways. It's not just this particular thing, but mm -hmm. okay. That's the NSA in general. Now on to the actual facts, what we're talking about here, the NSA bulk collection of phone records is kind of in a limbo state right now until the Senate reconvenes on May 31st. Oh. The Patriot Act Section 215 expires June 1st, and that will actually end bulk collection of phone records. Okay. Because by the time they get back on the 31st, they're not going to have time to do anything because the House doesn't even come back until June 1st. So that's it. That is going to be the end of Section 215 of the Patriot Act. Yep. Beyond that, the issue why this is kind of in a limbo state is that the USA Freedom Act, which we talked about yes. last week, which it's unclear whether that's really going to put limits on it, but it is better than mm -hmm. the – it was the analogy of if you have a tumor and the doctor tells you they can only remove a part of it, are you going to say no or are you going to let them do that? Well, you're going to yeah. probably let them do that. So the USA Freedom Act is that basically, but it failed 57 to 42 in the Senate after passing the House 338 to 88. So, <laughs> wow. right. so wow. overwhelming. Uh, yeah. Jesus. can get it through the one, but not the other. Right. Well, the Senate That's is the problem. The Senate is uh, quite often bought off. Yeah. And we're going to get into that actually in the next uh, little bit of this discussion. New Snowden document was published mm -hmm. um, by the CBC and The Intercept, which you always talk about. Megan, our friend from Canada, sent me the CBC article, and then I also found it on The Intercept. So oh, that's nice. I just thank you, to bring Megan. Up, yes, thank you, Megan. Always uh, on top of things like this. We're not going to get too much into it because yeah. it's out there if you want to read about it. It's just something that I want to bring up because, again, it was something that Snowden put out there, and I think it's important that we pay attention to that stuff. 
something called the Five Eyes Alliance. The U.S., Canada, U.K., New Zealand, and Australia uh, got together on this program, and I just have a quote about it, yes. like explaining what it is, and then we can kind of move on from that. Uh, do gotcha. me a favor, say the five again. It's the U.S., Canada, okay. the U.K., New Zealand, and Australia. Okay. Why is it called the five? Is it eyes? E- like look at you, eyes. I e y e. Wouldn't it be six? No, U.S., Canada, U.K., New Zealand, and Australia. It's five. But or ten? Two eyes each? Or we just have one. Well, now eye. you're just getting. Crazy. We just have one. You're eye just getting eye. crazy. Yeah, it's like uh, Illuminati <laughs> shit. Yeah. Oh, it's Cyclops. Uh, oh, of course. New leak information. All right, so here, this is what this Five Eyes Alliance okay. thing that they were trying to do. We'll read about it and then we can move on. As part of a pilot project codenamed Irritant Horn. <laughs> Often imitated, never duplicated. Joe, that's not the right time. <laughs> the agencies were developing a method to hack and hijack phone users' connections to app stores so that they would be able to send malicious, quote, implants to targeted devices. The implants could then be used to collect data from the phones without their users noticing. So basically... This thing called UC Browser, which is very uh-huh. popular in China and India, which is not so prevalent here, but it's used in Canada and America yes. a little bit. And then also, like, through the Google Play Store and things like that, they were going to use this irritant horn scenario that they were doing where they were going to implant their data when you would download apps mm-hmm. or use the Play Store. And then they'd be able to, like, kind of be like a middleman between you and whatever software you're downloading so they could collect information from your phone. Oh, that's nice. So are you going to download a targeted implant right and it's going to give them access to everything else you're doing on that device correct uh, that's nice of them well it's not nice of them yeah oh i see what you're doing there yeah yeah uh anyway but that's the <laughs> that's a... now does it let you know that it's going to be spying on you no, or... of course not, <laughs> of course not. That's, that's why good. it's spying. Be spying right otherwise i would just be there telling you <laughs> well a lot of the time when you're downloading an app it says what you're giving access to and a lot of people just say accept accept well yeah. what's yeah, interesting true. about it here's the thing it's whether google knew and whether samsung knew google did decline to comment on it and yeah, samsung yeah. said they they're declining right now to comment on it so yeah. I would either assume that they didn't know and they're embarrassed that they're like security is weak, that the NSA could just get in on them, mm-hmm. or the NSA told them we're going to do this and they're like, okay, yeah. okay, probably <laughs> probably more likely, right? Yeah, yeah. So just give us a week to come up with like a good PR speech. Oh well, who knows how long ago they they tried to come up with this plan? They sure. never really got into place, or it did. Who knows? Oh yeah. All right, so that's that story. Anyway. Sort of in a limbo state. We're waiting to see what happens with the USA Freedom Act. The Section 215 of the Patriot Act mass collection of phone data ends June 1st. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens going forward. We'll just stay on top of it, but that's yeah. it. I just wanted to give a quick update. All right. This is the heart of the show. This is really what I wanted to talk about the whole time. Yes. We have a TPP update, uh, and it also is going to feed... Again, this is going to be maybe be a little... Oh, you know what? Fuck, Joe. You didn't even remind me. Who did I got a TPP? You down with TPP? You know what's really annoying? I was actually reading a Guardian article, mm-hmm. and that was the headline. That's I was like, God, no, God. really? Yeah, I knew somebody was going to start it with that. Yeah, of you know me. Oh, very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, you didn't remind me, Joey. I have a Chris Christie clip. Oh, I, oh my boy. I, I actually hate this guy. This, this, he's really a piece of garbage. We're going to play his clip in a second. Um, Why is Chris Christie a piece of garbage? Well, we'll see. Okay. Let's see, it's about 50 seconds in. Excuse me one second. Let me get there. Here we go. Jim Bush, Marco Rubio seem to be aligning with you. However, Senator... Oh, this is him on Fox, obviously. Yeah, okay. Okay. Mike Lee out of Utah said, you should be ashamed of yourself for holding that position. Listen to this, and I love your reaction. 
I think Mr. Christie should be ashamed of himself for saying that we have to choose between the Fourth Amendment and following the Fourth Amendment and respecting the privacy of the American people on the one hand, or a coffin on the other hand. That's absolutely ridiculous. It's, it's absurd. And if Mr. Christie wants to play a part in the national discussion regarding privacy and security, he should choose his words more carefully. So do you want to choose your words more carefully? Are you ashamed of yourself? Uh, yeah, no. Um, and listen, that's typical of what they do. Why, why do you love him? See, like, this is why I, I wanted I just, to bring it, because I, I wanted like to yell reaction. at you about it. Why? why? What do you I, like about this guy? He's like a smug dick He seems bag. real. At, at least you know what you're getting when you're voting for him. Are right? you out of your mind? What are you getting? Name three of his policies. Go ahead. Because you always do this. You love Chris Christie. He's a blowhard. This guy uh, doesn't know what he... Tax cuts? What what tax cuts? I'm Your just going to say tax, tax cuts. Cut? Yeah. Okay. That's it. I'm done. Yeah. He does. He he's quote seems real. Yes. Right. He seems real. That is he's a man I want to have a beer with. No, no. That's, see, that's I nonsense. knew you were going to say right. that. And I'm so tired of hearing that from people like Obama's the president you'd want to have a beer mm, with. Nah, he's no. not. Yeah. No, I don't want the leader of the world of, of our world. Anyway, a guy that I would like to go drinking with. Right. Like, I don't want him to be like my buddy. I want him to be somebody who's like unattainably intelligent. Right. To- yes, totally that's great. That's it. Like, that's the end of it. Don't right say there. yes, Joey. You just said you wanted to have a beer with Christie, and then you love him. Well, there's a difference between having a beer with him and having him be president. Obviously. My dick is never limp. That's not what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you would say that. Let's finish this Chris Christie clip, and then we'll get into it. In Washington, D.C., right? When you don't know something about what you're talking about, you then change the conversation. He said, I say we have to choose between the Fourth Amendment and our, and our national security. We don't. And the Patriot Act hasn't led to us having to make that choice. Um, yeah, of course it has, because we've just talked about, we know fucking for sure that they've been collecting all of our phone data. Yes. They use programs like X key score, which is tied up in the CBC thing with the putting like the malicious uh, thing through the play store and mm-hmm. all this stuff yeah. that is happening. And this guy's going to sit there and go, no, the Patriot Act doesn't violate your privacy. Really? How does it not? And because then- it's extremely 100% certain that that did happen yes and also I so believe, what is he talking about and i believe you had a bunch of judges that said it was illegal correct i, I believe that happened a yeah, few of them in the yeah. appellate court did yeah. yeah 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 but but chris christie the mr uh, reality over here yes. is just ignoring those facts yeah. and he's actually going to piss me off even more even more in a couple of seconds we can protect our civil liberties and protect the homeland we've been doing it now for nearly 14 years he's dead wrong on it when edward stone uh exposed all everything he did and then ran to china then russia a lot of people look at him as a hero for what he did and he really took on the nsa directly your reaction he's a criminal he's a criminal and he's hiding in russia and he's lecturing to us about the evils of authoritarian government while he lives under the protective umbrella of vladimir putin that's who Mike Lee and Rand Paul are siding with, with Edward Snowden. There are other. Hey, come on. Before I yell at Chris Christie, I do yes. want to point out that Edward Snowden did commend Rand Paul because he ran a 10 hour filibuster, yeah. which basically prevented them from running any kind of extension of the Patriot Act provision. Oh, good for him. So Snowden actually complimented uh, Rand Paul on that. Thank Chris you, Christie is going to, first of all, that piece of garbage, Brian Kilmeade, is going to go, he ran to run China, then Russia. Why don't you fucking run to China and Russia and just disappear because nobody needs your garbage opinion about anything? Snowden didn't run there. Like, oh, he, he was chased he, there. Yeah, he <laughs> left because he didn't want to spend the rest of his life in jail for doing the right thing. Yeah. I don't have a fucking problem with that 
whatsoever. No, me neither. Chris Christie then is going to go, oh, he's going to lecture us, blah, blah, blah. This is the same guy who a couple of weeks ago is going to lecture us about marijuana addiction and showing self-discipline and whatever. He weighs 600 pounds. Yeah. yeah. This, this is the guy that's going to talk about self-discipline and that it's ironic to be lecturing people about things that you don't do yourself. How dare you? I fucking hate Chris Christie. I'm done with him. Oh, you didn't wow. hear? He's a personal trainer now, too. What are you talking what? about? Trainer for yeah, what? A How personal he? trainer. He is? Yes. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like his, he figured he'd sign on to do that, too. I, I, oh, I see what you're saying. He's doing something that he doesn't. I don't get what you're, I don't get what you're talking about. Never mind. Anyway, but yeah, so huh. fuck, like... That drives me insane, and I hate that this guy goes on TV and he's going to call Snowden a criminal and this and that. And he also goes on in that interview to talk about how he ha- he's like uniquely qualified to talk about terrorism because he was this a prosecutor. That has nothing. To do with which that. is absurd. Yeah. Was that- he prosecuting terrorists? That's what he says. Yes, that he did that. Oh, but but that huh. that does not make you a foreign policy expert. No. Uh, this is the analogy I came up with when I was thinking about that. That's like Iron Man's dentist. Being like, I have experience in flying and saving the world. Like, just because you're tangentially uh, related to the process, like, that has nothing to do with it. All right, I do have a question for you. That always seems to be an issue, the foreign policy. How is one supposed to have the correct foreign policy experience to be president? Get involved in government. Yeah. They're, the Republicans simultaneously want to be elected into government yes. by saying that they've never been in government. That's like a big thing. That they say, yes, I worked in the in the uh, private sector, yes. so I'm qualified to now be a gov- like to be in politics. No, that doesn't make any sense. They also say governors are uniquely qualified because they've run a state and blah blah blah. It's but like running a business, but, but running a state, or yeah, it gives you no. Qual- it still doesn't give you any. F- no, it gives you no qualification. Zero. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. the only way I'm assuming one would obtain that would be to have a company that deals with overseas issues. I guess like. How would one get the foreign policy that would be correct? Yeah, I don't know. You'd have to have a background in it or you'd have to get elected and then become part of uh, that system. Yeah, there's no way to do it. I mean, yeah, I guess if you're working in a multinational corporation corporation or whatever, you do have some foreign policy. But right, but what the fuck do you know about it? Like, Chris Christie doesn't know. No, he doesn't. Um, All right, so anyway, so I just want to play that. I I cannot stand that guy. And he's going to sit there and fucking badmouth Edward Snowden. Like, oh, he ran to Russia. Okay. What about Bridgegate even? You didn't oh, bring that up once. Non-issue. Yeah, non-issue. Right. yeah no, that, that has nothing to do with it. Right. I mean, he can just make shit up and do whatever he wants. But right, Snowden. Snowden, who actually did something to benefit all of us, including him. He's a criminal. He's a criminal. Okay. He just dismisses him. F- fuck Christie. That's the thing with you when you go, oh, he's real. He's fucking putting on this like, I'm a straight talker. I'm above it all. Go yeah, fuck that, your mother. That's what I, it is. Yeah. That drives yeah. me insane because it's yeah. not. That's not what you are. We're going to play a clip of Elizabeth Warren a little later on. You want nice. to talk about a fucking straight talker, somebody who's actually real? We got a great clip of her that we're going to play nice. later. All right? In a little bit. We're going to get to the TPP thing right now. The U.S. Senate passed the fast track authority for President Obama by a 65 to 33 vote. So this is the bill that they pass that nobody knows what happens for the next four years. No. No. Okay. All right. I look like a fucking pimp. Joey. <laughs> no, we out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Joey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know why, enough, why you keep saying that. Enough, sir. <laughs> Samsonite. Okay. Wait, I'm, I'm looking for one of them. Chipotle. Oh, that's right. Chipotle. Uh, that's what I No, Joey. They passed the Fast Track Authority. The Fast Track okay. Authority 
is the thing that's going to enable them to pass parts of the TPP later without any amendment or debate. Oh, so they got it through. They got it through. Oh, yeah, of course job. they did. Well, yeah. Uh, it went 65 to 33 in the Senate. Now it moves to the House. They're expecting that it's going to face stiffer uh, opposition in the House. I would hope. I bet this thing gets passed. I um, agree. Some of the rejected amendments along the way to passing the, this uh, the fast track authority. Yeah. Penalties for currency manipulation. Okay. Not oh. in not in this thing. No, why would that be? And Elizabeth Warren's amendment to prevent approval of TPP if the investor state dispute settlement system was included. Now, again, if you don't know what we're talking about, we've talked about this on past episodes. You'll have to go back and listen to those. Yes. I'm not going to re-explain all of it. But basically what this invest the um, the dispute settlement system is basically that multinationals can fight regulations of countries like we talked about. Yes. If they don't like that they've banned cigarettes there, they're just going to fight that in court, basically make the country pay them if they don't like yeah. that regulation. All right. That is not included. So the TPP can be passed if it has the investor state dispute system in it. Yeah, but that's not going to be included. So, no, it's not going to be included. I have a bunch of uh, quotes that I want to read because mm-hmm. I think they're important. This is about the secrecy, like you were talking about. Now, yeah. this is specifically about the TPP. The Fast Track Authority is just a means of implementing the TPP. The TPP is the actual deal. These are quotes about it. They can't bring, this is referring to senators, they can't bring expert staffers with them unless they have the right clearances. And the aides who have expertise in various relevant areas, for instance, on the impacts on the environment or labor law, generally are not cleared. Lawmakers can't record anything or take any notes from the room. (laughs) Elizabeth Warren, these are quotes from Elizabeth Warren. They'll give you a piece of paper if you want to take notes, but then you have to give them back the piece of paper. Hmm. I taught the Uniform Commercial Code and the Bankruptcy Code. I am not afraid of hollow technical language, but you've got to be able to dig into it. You've got to be able to spend time and figure out the cross-references and the terms of art. It's difficult, thick stuff to read, and it's set up to minimize your capacity to track all the pieces about what's happening. Yeah, that's the point. Absolutely, yeah. These are senators we're talking about. These are the people that supposedly represent us, and they are being kept completely in the dark, not allowed to study the thing that they are about to pass without being able to amend it or have any debate on it. Do you understand? Do you understand the corporate reign that we live under? What I don't yes, understand absolutely. is how more of the senators don't I have abstain more from voting. Hey, just I don't understand what I'm voting for, so I choose not to vote. And that should be, you know... The, I, I, I'm shocked that nobody's doing that. And... Handful of reasons. Number one, you're going to abstain from voting. They're going to get the necessary votes regardless whether you abstain or not. Yep. Bigger reason, donations by corporate members of the U.S. Business Coalition for TPP mm-hmm. to the Senate. I have some of those numbers. And we'll oh, talk I bet about, they're lovely numbers. They are infuriating, <laughs> but they, they're exactly what we've been talking about. Yes. They're, 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 yeah. Like. Why do they vote for it? Because they're getting paid to vote for it. Yes. Why are they being kept in the dark? Because they don't really care, a lot of them. They're getting paid. They're going to stay in office, and they don't no. give a shit what happens to the average person. Joe Manchin, who's a Democrat from West Virginia, this is another quote about the TPP process, which yes. is so telling and infuriating. We are unable to take any notes or consider what we just saw unless we have a photographic memory, and unfortunately, I do not. I've tried to remember and look at things I knew I was looking for, but still, it's almost impossible to walk out of there having the ability to sit down and evaluate what you just saw. Of course. You're talking, like you mentioned, you're talking about this four-year, you know, they're not allowed to talk about it even after they debate it, after it passes. So think about the, the size and scope of this deal that they're putting in place that encompasses 11 different countries, trade, and all this shit. 
there's no way you're gonna be able to just go in there. What are you gonna read for sixty three hours and fucking remember all of it? It's just not. Where was something else that I wouldn't put past anybody? They show you one thing, and because you're human, you're not going to remember it or have the photographic memory. They could just say they showed it to you when you would have never been able to. You well, can't well, fight it. You're saying yeah. they. It makes no difference. They, they, they the, yes. the mysterious they, the people that are working on this shit, they can say whatever they want. Nobody's holding them accountable. The president of the United States Wants supports fa- it. Yeah, of course he does. The Republicans support it almost unanimously, and the corporations support it. That's it. There's no opposition to this thing. It's going to pass. Ben Cardin, who's a Democrat from Maryland, he says, sometimes I feel, and I only say this half-jokingly, like we have have more access to the Iran negotiations. (laughs) Okay. Now, this is what, this one will get you, because this one annoyed me. Spokesman for the office of the U.S. Trade Representative. The guy, the U.S. Trade Representative is obviously heavily involved in the negotiations. As he should be. Right. The administration has taken unprecedented steps to increase the transparency of our trade negotiations. That includes working with congressional leaders on both sides of the aisle to make the full text of negotiations and easy-to-understand summaries of each chapter available to all members of Congress and the Capitol for the first time ever. TPP negotiations are still ongoing. Once t- this, now, pay attention to this. Once TP is, TPP is completed, the public will have months to review the text online <laughs> before it is even signed by the president and then more time before a vote is ever taken. Bullshit. Forget bullshit. That might be true. What is missing from that? What do you mean? He's saying you'll have time to review it. Sure. It'll be available. It's irrelevant it if you can review it. It's going to get passed through anyway, so it doesn't matter. Right. You can't amend it. You can't yeah, do anything to change it. You can't stop it. So, okay, I read it. Great. So I know we're getting fucked, but it, it's meaningless. There's nothing to do about it. And they've already passed the fast track thing. So anything that Obama and the trade representative agree on... Mm-hmm goes through it just goes to an up or down vote and you already know you have the yes votes so the deal is going to be put in place brutally and nobody's going to have any say in it and there's no fail safe switch no there's no fail safe the fail safes protect the corporations who we mentioned last week who has the ability to read it we named all of them ge and all these people we we talked about it last week great so i also have information about the money given to the people that are voting on this thing 1,148,975 have been given between Mm -hmm. January and March of 2015 when a lot of this was being put in place. So a few months. Yeah, a few months. That's good. $17,000, almost $18,000 went to an average yes vote. Mm. Okay? A Republican on average for a yes vote got almost $20,000. A Democrat got almost $10,000. That's nice. Well, the Democrats should have jacked that up a little, don't you think? It's not fair. If you're going to vote yes anyway, you might as well get as much as you can. You You know, half. Yeah, I don't know why that is, but I guess because I I really don't know why that is, honestly. Why why they may be getting uh, I believe the same is in for a penny and for a pound. Yeah, I mean, you're right. They probably should. You're right. They probably could be getting more. But in any event, yeah, they took a low ball deal. Yeah. And they were willing to vote for it for less money. Uh, Almost 100% of Republicans voted yes. The only reason it's almost 100 is because two just didn't vote. Oh. Okay, so yeah. 98 of 100 voted yes. Mm. The other two just didn't vote. Yes. Donations, this is what's interesting. And you can find this. This was, uh, I believe, an Intercept article that I read again about the, the donations. They get into, like, specific people. We don't need to get into specific people. You get the idea. Yes. Donations increased dramatically to senators who were seeking re-election. We're talking $100,000 they're getting. Yeah. Um. So... 
like you asked, why why is this happening? Because uh-huh. they're getting paid to do it. Yes. And that's it. We can pretend all day that this is a free democracy that we're actually being represented by people that care about our interests. They don't. All of this is being negotiated in secret, except for the corporations that are allowed to be involved in the discussion. Mm-hmm. Senators aren't really even allowed to do anything when they're in the meetings. They're only allowed to take notes that they have to hand back to their corporate overlords. That's insane. It's truly mental and this is going to be put in place and you didn't fucking have any say in it whatsoever nah, no, no the sense. only supposed say you had is electing a senator who you really don't have any control over anyway and they have no control over this so who's really running the country riddle me that uh the corpse it couldn't be clearer that corporations are running the country. Well, yes. I feel like it's been clear for a while. This just really brought it to light. Absolutely. Like, this was just like, no, here's the way it is. Like, you guys thought this, but now we're actually telling you this is what we're doing. It's just confirmation yes. of something that yeah, you already yeah, assumed exactly. was happening. Sure. I have, like I mentioned, this Elizabeth Warren clip, and then I have a couple of sound clips that I found interesting. Now we're kind of transitioning out of the TPT, yes. TPP thing, but this ties into it because of it's because it's talking about big money in Washington. Yes. Um, let's play this Elizabeth Warren clip and then we can get into it a little bit more. And then I have a couple other quotes and stuff that we can get into. All right. So this is Elizabeth Warren talking about big money in Washington and you tell me whether she's putting this on or not. How am I, or the 50% of people who can vote that don't supposed to actually believe any politician that says that we are going to rebuild this country and the energy infrastructure, internet infrastructure, education, all these things matter. I, I believe that. And with interest rates as low, it makes sense for us to issue paper on 30 or 100 year notes to rebuild America. Why aren't we doing that? It is exactly the right question. We are not doing it because the people in Washington, too many of the people in Washington, do not represent the folks who elected them. They represent the rich and the powerful who don't want their taxes raised, who don't want to see any change, who are perfectly happy with things where they are. Indeed, they're doing great with things where they are. And they stay in the ear of enough of the folks in Washington that it has made it almost impossible to get any kind of change. The only way we get change is when enough people in this country say, I'm mad as hell and I'm fed up and I'm not going to do this anymore. You are not going to go back and represent me in Washington, D.C. if you are not willing to pass a meaningful infrastructure bill. If you are not willing to refinance student loan interest rates and stop dragging in billions of dollars in profits off the backs of kids who otherwise can't afford to go to college. If you don't say you're going to fund the NIH and the NISF because that is our future. We have to make these issues salient and not just wonky. When you hear us talk about this and you say, this is like the wonkiest conference ever. Can you imagine saying that at a tech conference? (laughs) When you say this is the wonkiest conference we've ever had, no. These have to be the things that you wake up people all over America and say, what matters for whether or not you're going to have a job, whether or not you're going to have a retirement, whether or not your kids are going to have any chance to build a future for them. It's got to be about these core issues, and we got to talk about them, talk about them enough until there's some real change in this country. That's all I know to do. That's a person that actually gives a fuck. Yes. It's not... Chris Christie sitting sitting on the couch on Fox News 
and you know with his little quips and mm-hmm. making remarks because you will like it yes that person actually cares she's exasperated yes. she got to a point where you know she wanted to be like fuck these corporations like she's pissed and yeah, she, she should there. be yeah. she's there all right yeah, she's there. good that's that's who i want to see sitting in a chair yes that's because that's fucking how i get i want her to be like that and she means it she's not doing that to get no. elected or whatever that's I, her i understand that but i am going to say this and you can mark it she is a little bit there's a fine line to me that seemed a little reminiscent of the howard dean if she turns it on a little bit too much more, she looks like a lunatic woman. Uh, just the way no, I view that. I don't. I I, so. I thought she did a fantastic job, sounded great and all, but for some reason I, can't, I, I mean, but feel that's but that's that not a she, speech that she's giving. That, no, that's a I, talk I understand that. that. Feel, you know. But I feel that it could be manipulated in such a way that it doesn't hold her in a favorable light okay i mean uh, fine yeah but the howard dean thing was weird because it was a campaign i hear what you're saying to me that comes across as impassioned that's not uh a crazy person a crazy person i'm just saying that's somebody who's like been there for a few years now and she's like i'm i'm pissed stand it yeah (laughs) 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 we need him on that okay maybe we'll get a bia clip um Anyway, yeah. Yes. So that's Elizabeth Warren. Do you, do you see the difference between her and Chris Christie? Where yes. you're like, oh no, Chris Christie's like 1992 cool. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Is. Like not cool, mm-hmm. but he thinks it's cool, even though he's like 50, whatever, 60 years old. He's yeah. like such a pompous dickhead. Mm-hmm. That's what he yes. is. Okay. All right, and Elizabeth Warren is not. She's whatever the opposite of a pompous dickhead is. Uh, she's a non. What? What would you say the opposite of pompous is? Uh, confident. I don't know. Good. Yeah, just a confident vagina. I, well, I don't nah. know. I don't, see, I don't know well, if you're you going to say vagina. You said dick, didn't you? Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, that's oh, okay. Fair, okay. fair enough. So, fair enough. All right. Listen, comment on the SoundCloud. Let us know what the opposite <laughs> of a pompous dickhead is. Yes, uh, please. Um, the, all right. So, anyway, let's continue on with this. And then we, we're just going to end up with this uh, the art thing that I was talking about. I didn't want to like say too much about it. And then, Joe, I know you have a couple of topics mm-hmm. in the end. These are interesting um, sound clips I found. Yes. I'm saying found like I went fucking – I read an article on The Intercept and they had these sound clips in them. But it just kind of furthers the idea of money and politics like we're always talking mm-hmm. about, which like Elizabeth Warren is impassioned about. This is shit we got to talk about all the time. Yes. You have to talk about it until enough people catch on that it's going to fucking stop because that's the only way it's going to stop. These are two very um, big names in the media world. Peter yes. Liguori who runs um, – Ah shit! Uh, the Tribune Company, okay. like which encompasses the Chicago Tribune, the newspapers and all that. Newspapers, stuff. TV, like everything. All, it's like a media magnate. Like thing. just Chicago, or like all Tribunes? Not all Tribunes. It's specifically Chicago Tribune, but it's like yeah. not just in Chicago. There's like other things that he owns, but that sure, was one sure, that I sure. particularly remember. Okay, so he yes. has a ton of influence, and then Les Moonves, who I'm sure you've heard, is like the CBS. CEO, basically. He's like a very famous name. Joe, you're looking at me like... That name I'm not familiar with. I said it, and you were like... No, we out. um, (laughs) (laughs) I love this soundboard. I'm so happy. Um, Anyway, so I have a couple of sound clips of them just talking about the upcoming election and what they're excited about, and then we can move on from this topic. But this kind of like is a nice summation to the whole thing. Is this going to upset me? It might upset you. Yeah, what they're excited about. Uh, Yeah, it might upset you. Then I actually do have a couple of clips... 
quotes after that, but let, let's just play these clips. Yeah. This is now Peter Liguori, who's the mm-hmm. uh, chairman, I guess, of the Tribune company, talking about 2016 campaign spending. You know what? Hold on. Let me open that a different player because that's not going to get loud enough. <sighs> so unprofessional. I apologize, everybody. It is very unprofessional. It's embarrassing. I'm hit, embarrassed. Hit the crickets, please. Crickets. That's what's going on in my head right now because of Chris. <laughs> All right, here we go. This Not is... you, Chris Christie. Yes, thank you. Here's yeah. Peter Liguori. A firmed up local ad market, and we're very happy about that. When you turn to political, we want to be hyper-aggressive, and we think there's an enormous opportunity. First of all, we're uniquely situated. We have 13 swing states. They, they will have both primaries and general elections. Our footprint will cover 16 senatorial races. Oh, Christ. Um, when you look back at the last presidential election, uh, there was $3 billion spent. Now that there's a lot of caps that are removed on PACs, super PACs, corporations, individuals, etc., um, the fact that there's not an incumbent running, uh, clearly the prognosticators are out there saying between 4 and $5 billion might be spent. When you coupled that with the fact that in our swing states we have particularly strong news, number one or number two news station in the market, we clearly think we're going to go from about $150 million in political ad spending in 2012 to about $200 million this this time around. Um, and again, it does insulate you from you know the bumps in the road on the on the overall market front. Okay, so do you know what I picture right now? I picture a guy swimming in golden coins like Scrooge McDuck McDuck, in a huge room. And there's just a microphone. He's just like, yeah, this is going to be good. (laughs) Yeah, I agree, Joey. I mean, but but okay, so that's the mindset where they're like, this is great because we control the media and all the swing states. Yeah, these dummies are going to have to spend a billion dollars and we're going to just vacuum it all up like oh, little yeah. son of a bitches that's what they're gonna be doing this uh, is less okay. moon vet whoa did you have something to say about it i was just thinking about scrooge mcduck and huh. why was he always uh keeping his currency in coins well he's smart he probably watches fox it's gold it's gold that's he invested true. in gold he yeah invested he's in gold no idiot coins but he listened to g gordon liddy he knows what's going I on i mean i would rather uh he had a diving board Yes. To dive yes. into his vault, I would much rather dive into cash than piles of gold. That's all I'm saying. You think maybe you get concussed, you hit your head on enough nickels, <laughs> but look, he you he did what he good? did. It's, it's gold nickels. Yeah, well, I think so, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's a fair Nick, point. Nickel plated nickels. Scrooge McDuck knows what's going on. <laughs> That's true. He was a he was quite the businessman. One hundred percent. I don't know how he made his money. Came here from Scotland. Well, he sold tires in Scotland. Then he came here, raised his nephews. I don't know. God knows what happened to their parents. (laughs) Nobody ever talked about it. (laughs) Yeah, no. Lots of drugs, I heard. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a sad story. Because the kids themselves are into it now, too. (laughs) That's no good. I haven't heard from them in many years. Well, you know. This is Les Moonves talking about 2016 campaign spending. Sorry. I'm just concerned. In our local broadcasting segment, we were able to achieve strong growth with the help of political spending. This was particularly true at our TV stations, which also benefited from healthy gains in NFL sales and retrends. Looking ahead, the 2016 presidential election is right around the corner, and thank God the rancor has already begun. Radio continues. And then he talks about radio. He's saying... 
2016 is coming, and oh, it is going to be nasty, and mm-hmm. I can't wait for it. Their main focus is not who gets elected. It's how nasty it's going to be, how much money we're going to get to make off this thing. It's disgusting, and these are a couple, and we know this, yes. but these are actual CEOs talking about it. All right, it's one thing to be like, yeah, there's too much money in politics. That's Les Moonves, the guy that runs CBS, mm-hmm. being like, thank God there's rancor yeah, because we're going to make a goddamn boat, boatload of money. Um, this is Robert Tor. These are interesting quotes, yes. and then we can move on from this. I don't know. Do you think this was a good episode, Joe? Yes, I loved this episode. You did? Little Joe, what do you think about this? Saying it to the microphone. I thought it was great. Perfect. We, Thank we you. We really did an hour already? Yeah. Yeah. Is that yeah, good? Shit. I to us it feels like it went quick. I'm glad you guys think it was a good episode. People are listening. I'm probably like, yeah, it's been a fucking. I thought it was five hours. Oh, I think it's been great. Okay, well, wonderful. Um, Can we keep going? Yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. Samsonite. Robert Torricelli, who's a Democrat from former Democrat from he's uh-huh. a Democrat from New Jersey, he used to be a senator. He's not anymore. He refers to uh, this as one of the great acts of corporate hypocrisy. The media that have been so critical of the campaign finance system should be ashamed that their own corporations are paying lobbyists to defeat meaningful reform. (laughs) John McCain, Republican Mm -hmm. from Arizona, in a 2002 CNN interview, he's to the uh, he referring to the National Association of Broadcasters, which is who the lobby. That's the organization, obviously, of all the broadcast networks. They have lobbyists, he says, is the most powerful lobby in Washington. Not only because they spend money on campaign contributions, but because these are the people that shape the opinion to a large degree of the people who are your constituents. So what they're doing is they go on the air. They tell people we need campaign finance reform. Meanwhile, they're going behind the back of those people lobbying against that reform. And then they're sucking in all the money that they get because there is no campaign finance reform. So the media is extremely complicit in this whole situation. And it's, Corporate hypocrisy. Again, we cannot trust corporations. And this is something I wanted to get into because this is an argument that I get into with people all the time. Yes. They go, we need to get regulate. Government's too big. We need to pare down government, government spending. We need Mm -hmm. to deregulate a lot of the free market and let people just operate. Oh. I feel like, yeah, you're right. Government is too big to a certain extent. They are spending money in places where it doesn't need to be spent. The problem is the government is the only thing that we technically have any say in. We have no control over corporations. So yeah. if anything's going to be done, it's going to be breaking apart corporations. It's going to be regulating them very heavily, making sure that they can't game the system in the way that they've been doing for much of the last 30, 40 years. Yes. Then you can start to pare down government. But if you're going to pare down government first, you're essentially ceding the country to the corporation. Just saying, go ahead, you're in charge, because unless Take you're on their over. boardroom, yep. unless you're in their boardroom, you have no control over what they're doing. Exactly. No. So that's a big argument that people need to pay attention to. Never accept that we need to limit government before we limit the corporations. Because if you do it the other way around, you're never getting that government back. It's Ooh, not happening. No, it's Until not. they collapse the economy and destroy the planet, and then we'll have a chance to redo things, but that'll take a couple of thousand years. Well, not, it could be sooner to collapse the government. The financial market, anyway. You know what our song today is going to be? No, I'm so excited. No, what? Uh, We should do, since we've been using the word a lot, we're going to do Regulators by Nate Dogg. Excellent. I'm totally in on that. Okay. You like that song, right? I I don't even know if I've heard it. i got to be honest with you. Regulators. Mount up. No? (laughs) No. 
it was a little early. I don't think that that sound was in the game yet, but yeah. um, but no, yeah, it's a great song, and we'll do that. All right, that sound so was always in the game. What's that? So that sound was always in the game. You've always been in the game. Yeah. <laughs> My man's over there. I love Lil Joe Hurry. Yeah, me too. Uh, all right, so cool. So I'm a regulars by Nate Dog. That's a great pick. Mm-hmm. Now I have one more topic to get into, and then we're gonna let Joey uh, close out the show. How's yes. that sound? Pretty Sounds good. Sounds great. Thank all you. right. I don't know about that. Oh, damn it. Ah, I want to <laughs> like press more buttons, but I don't remember what they are. So you see, growing up, I only had one good pair of shoes. That's not. We weren't talking yeah, about that at all. Plastic bread bags. All right, whatever. Listen, you're lady, we invited you on the show, and you're just bogarting us plastic now, basically. Bread bags. Yeah, uh, we know plastic bread bags. <laughs> all right, she's out of her mind, this lady. It's funny to you. <laughs> Plastic bread bag. <laughs> okay. Joey, please remove her. No, we out. Okay. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I love it so much. We're going to get better at it. All right. So this is something I want to talk about. It's interesting. I think it kind of just feeds into what we're talking about, where there's the fucking wealthy people that run the world. Mm-hmm. Picasso's Women of Algiers Virgin, version O yes. is a painting that just sold for a record $179 million. At a Christie's auction in New York. He must really be excited that he's going to get that money. Picasso? Yeah. I think Picasso's dead. No, he's dead. No. He's dead. I'm being told. He passed away. Pablo Picasso. So he has no idea how many... Hold on. Andy? Confirmed. Confirmed. Picasso's dead. I got it from Damien Lemon on the street. He confirmed it. D. Lemon from them streets. So you're telling me that this man were never know how much his artwork is loved or how that's not what i want to talk about let's okay, get it of course not he's dead van he's gogh dead. didn't know van gogh died a psycho with no money but Ugh. he's one of the most revered painters of all time now in any event mm-hmm. new record for the most expensive artwork to be um auctioned off 180 million dollars apparently collector's appetite for impressionist modern and contemporary art is increasing the auction was won by a, what joey how is it contemporary huh he said impressionist. He, he listed like multiple. I said impressionist, modern, modern. and contemporary art. But it's, this is impressionist. Yeah. Oh, the okay. other yeah. are the other are two different types of art. It's very, God Almighty. Boo. I look like a fucking pimp. You don't look like a fucking pimp. <laughs> I don't want you to come in here with saying shit like that. It doesn't make any sense. My dick is never limp. You know what, Joey? What are you saying? Yeah. And your dick is probably limp right now. If you're, it's hard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the ele- listen to this. This is crazy. Yes. Could you imagine spending 180 million dollars in 11 minutes? The auction took 11 minutes. 11 minutes, you say? 11. Wow. A tense 11 minute auction was won by former prime minister of. Now, is it Qatar? Is it Qatar? I think it's Qatar. I think it's ca- I think it's Qatar. It sounds more. It sounds. I was gonna say more better. It sounds what better to say Qatar. You have a microphone, cutie pie. Yeah, I think Qatar. All right. Jesus, Joe. Okay. I don't get this guy. I don't get it either. Just talking to the fucking mic. We're going to say Qatar. Sorry, I'm irritable today. I apologize. No, you're doing a great job. Former Prime Minister of Qatar. Listen to this guy's name. Mm -hmm. Hamad bin Jassim bin Jaber Al-Tani. Say it three times fast. Well, well, the bins in that probably means son of. It's like son of or of. He goes by HBJ. Cool. I should have just said that. That's cool. Hand job, boy. Hand job, blow job. I love it. (laughs) That's... uh, possible title write it down joe yeah anyway he won this auction and i have a couple of quotes in the email because this is what i really wanted to get into that's fascinating yes. about this we're also getting getting maybe a couple of facts about qatari like business people buying paintings yes andrew hbj is the fellow who bought the painting yeah 
Okay, and he just gave me like a knowing smirk, and I don't know what he's doing. All right. He's like, I think I got this. Yeah. I got this one. Uh, according to the New York Post, yes. which you always got to take with a grain of salt, but the painting almost certainly will not go on public display in Qatar because of the nudity, even though it's a cubist work. So no, like two nipples this guy somewhere. spent a hundred. I have the picture. Well, we can look at it right now. If you guys want to look it up again, it's the women of Algiers version zero version. O from 1955. Do you understand that this guy is going to spend $180 million on something that he's just going to what? Keep in his closet. I don't, I, 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 I don't get bigger, it. bigger picture. I don't like that. All this like phenomenal art and culture is just going to like the richest people that get rich off exploiting the planet. And to me, um, it's a beautiful painting. First of all, oh, it's awesome. it, absolutely. It belongs in a museum. Of On course. And all of this, this belongs to the world. It this does. Is, this it, isn't a possession. And, um, see, I, I'm betting it might not even go up in his house no, it's because gonna go, it's a, it's probably going to be he in might like put a it safety on deposit box. He might put it on loan. You're right. That's been no word on that. But you're right, Andy. It's probably not going to get. He's going to hang it up over his bed. You're right. He's going to put it yeah, in a, in a because safe. somebody because people know he just bought it. Somebody's going to break in and steal that. All right. Shit. So here's my question. I I have the picture right there. So uh, why would I have to go to a museum to see it? So why? See, oh, like c- I, I don't on, understand. Shut up. Do you really think? I mean, are you out of your goddamn mind? Boo this man. Like, if you see Starry Night in person, it's life changing. It's a different story than okay. just looking at a picture of it. First of all, think about this. You know how many versions of it are online in different uh, quality, different color? That's you don't true. know what the real colors are. It's about being there. That's like saying, like, why do I have to go to the moon? I can see a picture of Earth. Like, what are you talking about? Why do I have to go to a concert? I can just listen to the MP3. Exactly. Joe's such a silly goose. Why, why do I have to sleep with an actual woman? I can just pretend that, you know. I can right. just buy a flashlight. Right. Which or you, a blow up doll. Yeah. Are blow-up dolls still a thing? I don't really know. No. Uh, some fraternity got in trouble for having a Beyonce one. Why? Well, this is a weird story. Well, we might as well get into that. This fraternity took a like Christmas picture or whatever, like a photo. It's all white guys, obviously. Okay. They have a, a Beyonce blow-up doll, and they took a picture with it, like, you know, a Christmas card. They're just making a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And people accused it of, of being, like, racist because they were implying that they were going to, like, rape a black woman. It's like, what do you... Yeah, what I think it's t- taking it to a level. What are you ta- yeah, to go. that's taking it to a crazy level. I just totally disagree with that. Like, it's a Beyonce blow so She's just the most famous like woman. So they got that's yeah, and that. they think they all think she's super hot. Probably, of course, right? And it's... so they take a picture with it, which implies that they all would rape her if she I just, was there. Yeah, I just right. pulled up the picture. Yeah, and she's not even like like the whole she's joke. She's not prominently featured. Yeah, no, like right. the whole joke is you have to look for her in it. Right. Oh, you can't see her you in can, it? Yeah, no. It doesn't even look like Beyonce. No. Anyway, all right, so huh. that's not something we necessarily have to get into, but whatever. But I, here's something I did want to just add before we get to Joey's topics. Qataris have bought quite a few paintings, like really expensive paintings recently. Uh-huh. Paul Gauguin's When Will You Marry sold for $300 million to a Qatari museum. And that picture's up there, Joey, if you guys okay, want to look you. into it. This was made in uh, 1892. Okay, so this sold for $300 million. That did. It's fucking crazy, yeah. Wow. Uh, Also, Paul Cezanne's The Card Players, which is a a trio of paintings, sold for $250 million to the Qatari royal family, and I have those three paintings, which I don't really like them. 
I like that one. You do? Um, I like that one too. Uh, yeah, I, I like them. I want to say this. One of my favorite paintings that I actually saw in a museum, sure. which looks better than looking at the picture of it, it's called uh, Melting Snow Fontainebleau by Paul Cezanne, and I have it right there. Joe, oh. you were with me. You saw it. Oh, yes. That, that is beautiful. It's a beautiful painting, yeah, but the picture doesn't do it justice. No. So, no oh, okay, so now here's my question. So at one point you said you saw that we saw this uh, piece of work. Yes. So why is it not available anymore? Like somebody else dis- owned? It just moves from different museums. Oh, it just mo- like oh it's, okay. You know, it was on display at uh, wherever we saw it. So what – so they buy – let's say the, the guy, HBJ, uh, he buys this this painting for $180 <laughs> you, la- you latched out that so quickly. Oh, it's so perfect. Quickly. Yeah. Um, for $180 million. Now, he can rent it out to a museum basically? And yeah, like he can let give them, it on loan to them. Yeah. Give it on loan to them, and they pay him for that. I'm assuming, right? I don't know. I think they probably could. I think probably some people just donated. I know that oh, there are paintings yeah, yeah. that are on like permanent loan, right? But mm-hmm. it's still his. Yes. Yeah. Like so if it belongs it, to his estate and his family or whatever. So right. So in a like, pinch, he could sell the Picasso. Got it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, you would hope that he would possibly put it in a museum. But it's just, I, I just I don't like it either with like Banksy. Like when I watch a Banksy documentary, yeah. where these guys go around and they collect Banksy pieces and they're selling that. Like that's not your art. No, it's no. not. It's everybody's art. Like that's why he does it on the fucking street. And yeah. that's why he does it under like an anonymous name. Of course, he's not getting paid off any of that. Although, well, it'd be funny if he is. He's probably just an art dealer. <laughs> but anyway, but. Anyway, that's the whole... So, whatever. I just wanted to have maybe a discussion about that. How do you guys feel about that? Like, only a handful of people in the world can really afford to buy these classic masterpieces. And while some of them, yeah, are going to put them on display, a lot of... They don't have to. They can just keep them. They can keep them in their house. Yeah, or not even keep them in the house. Right, or keep them them in in the bank. Yeah, and store them where it's safe. Right. Because, like, you have to assume... um, If you buy a painting for $180 million... That probably puts a bit of a target on your back, I would say. Yes, I would think so. But like, also... it, just because it's something that that would be relatively easy to steal is is all I'm saying. Like, all you would really have to do is break into the man's if house you could get take... into his house. If right. you could get into his house, but who knows? He might not have like security gates everywhere. And the stuff. former prime minister. Yeah. Oh, that, like... that's yeah. True. You're not gonna. They, get they do the royal that's family. True. I mean, like they do. Oh, I forgot the royal. family. But there are but... private collectors. I mean, like Lars Lars Ulrich, the drummer from Metallica. He's yes. a big like art collector. Absolutely. I wonder what Tokyo. he has. He, I don't know. He has a lot of stuff. Actually, in the documentary, Some Kind of Monster, which is actually a pretty good rock documentary, he gets into it. He gets into it. paintings. Anyway, that's it. I just wanted to bring that up because I think it kind of like ties into the whole thing. Yeah, we're going to wrap up in like five, ten minutes. Joe just has a couple of topics and then we'll be done. Um, all right. So that's basically all I got. You thought that went well? I don't know. Yes, I, I thought it back. went It was well. a fun episode, I thought. Well, good. I'm really glad. Yeah. Uh, hey, Joey. Yes. My dick is never limp. <laughs> good. So, as I've been leading my crusade against McDonald's, they have finally, you know, got some sense, and they're going to make a few changes Okay, that is going to help them out of their uh, tough, tough times. Okay. And this was all caused by you. All caused by me, yes. Got it. That is not correct. N- not- so, the first change that what? we- Hold on, Joey. Andy? Damien Lemon says that that's incorrect. We've just gotten confirmation from Damien Lemon. That is not, not happening. Okay. All right, Joe, go. So they will start toasting their buns for five seconds. Oh, you know what? That's actually a really good idea. I'm back in on McDonald's. I don't care whether they give their employees health care or whatever. McChicken with a toasted bun, I'm in. Sounds delightful to me. Now, Andy's getting confirmation this is correct? Yeah. Okay. He's in the middle of a bite. <laughs> 
And they've toasted the Delicious. Bottom. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Back before the 1990s. Wait, wait. But is this McDonald's or? Chipotle. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gotcha. Back before the 1990s, they used to toast Back a bun, but they decided to stop. Right. They were also. It's a good idea. You got to admit yes, that's a good idea. It's a great idea. Mickey D's also has decided to to be grilling the uh, Mickey D's be grilling in a new way, but they're not going to tell us how they're going to. Mickey D's be grilling. No, we out. And Chief Executive Stephen Easterbrook. Both. Can I just say I'm yes. sorry I'm interrupting. I hate that you wearing gla- that you wore sunglasses. He he wore it the whole time. I know that. And he like stares off, and I'm like, is he like Ray Charles, like looking <laughs> off? He doesn't know where he is. Oh my god. Um. So the other day we're on the train with these like group of like annoying girls and guys, like probably like young teenagers. Yeah. No, like young twenties. Okay. And they're being this one girl is being so loud and obnoxious because she wants. The train to hear how cool she is. She was like, right. she was like, oh my god! I went to that blind guys concert the other night. Oh, Andre. And Bocelli. we were like, we were. They were like, who? And she was like, the, you know, the blind guy, the famous one. And one of them was like Ray Charles, Stevie Wonder. Or, uh, yeah, Stevie Wonder. She was like, yeah, no, I think it was Ray Charles. I was like, <laughs> no, nah, Ray Charles. Done. No, wasn't Ray Charles, but. I'm sorry to interrupt. You got the wrong one, baby. You got the wrong <laughs> blind man. Uh, good job. Happy birthday. So Executive Steve Easterbrook said Wednesday morning during the conference call. Okay. It's these little things that add up to big differences right. for our customers. He's Look, I will say this. You know it's one of my favorite quotes of all time, and yes. I don't even know where the quote comes from. It's the little things by which we rise or fall. He's mm-hmm. right. The toasted bun is nice. It's a nice touch. But bigger picture, the reason why McDonald's is not doing well, mm-hmm. and apparently their profits dropped like thirty six percent or something crazy. Good God. Uh, Public image. They do, Yeah, their, their food is garbage, and they don't treat their employees well. Well, but, it's not good for you. The food is no, not good for you. certainly not good for you. But I, I don't think that'll ever. McDonald's to me seems like one of those places where we all know it's not good for you. But we just kind of, you're always going to go for it at some point. Well, that's any like, of the like You're out on a road know? trip or you're, you know, you've had a couple of drinks one night. It's late. It's the only thing that's open. Like, they're not going to get hurt financially, I don't think. Um, we'll mm. see. I mean, they're having problems. I know. I, know we'll I don't see, like the but... stupid ad campaign they're doing with this guy with the sirloin burgers. Man, I want to kick oh, him right in the God, face. He's so annoying. I know, I know. All right. Well, anyway, what do you think, Joe? Good. This is your crusade against them. I think it's going to fail. I don't think toasted buns is going to be enough. I don't think it's going to make the big difference, but like this guy said, he thinks a little bit of like little touches that they're going to do is going to add up to a big change, but we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm interested in the toasted bun. That might actually make me have a McDonald's burger at some point soon. Just because the bun is toasted? Yeah. Just for five seconds. That's all you got to do. You can't get a one. I'm a big uh, filet of fish fan. Haven't had them in yeah, a while. I'll eat one of those for sure. I will too. It's it's like the one thing nobody wants to admit. I won't eat a McRib though. I, I, I've I had McRib. McRib's good as fuck. Well. Is it? <laughs> yeah. The filet of fish. Horrible, I feel like good. everybody is embarrassed, but everybody loves it. Yeah, I recently actually had a. I mean, now we're just fucking meandering. I recently had a few like <laughs> fish sandwiches from like Burger King or Wendy's. Oh, see, I've never They're done. Pretty that. good, are they? I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, because you think like, ew, it's a fast food fish, but like, what are they getting out of the gutter? They you know. during Lent time, you can get like the like the double decker, uh-huh. and they put the fuck the, do you know about? They it? put the big the Big Mac center bun between oh. them. Oh. It's pr- it's quite nice. That sounds <laughs> delicious. Like, I like that. BK's is what the BK Big Fish. 
that's uh, a completely different sandwich. Yeah, though. I don't know. It's a completely different sandwich. I'm saying it's like that's a different Does fish sandwich. Chipotle have any kind of fish? Uh, they have that? soft fritas. Chipotle. All right, Joey, uh, you got one more topic. Yes, and one more thing. I would like to start a new segment. If it's oh, okay with you guys. I don't know about that. Uh, All right. It seems like something we should have talked about before. What the new segment, what's the segment going to be called? Often imitated, never duplicated. Fuck up of the week. Oh, God. So, so from this point on, okay. I'm going to select what I think is a huge fuck up, and I'm going to let the nobodies know about it. Okay. So, All right. so I like this the new... is the huge fuck up of the week. It's launching this segment. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect okay. call, yes. Uh, I, I do like that you refer to them as nobodies. Yes. Go ahead. The U.S. military sent But live... wait, but what if they're... Samsonite. That's right. Go or... Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> you can leave a... We need an Android. I, 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 I got it. We'll get you the uh, Motorola droid. Oh, per, done. Nice. We got to do that for sure. That's perfect. You don't like that? He's not into it. But it doesn't say Android. It just says Well, maybe we'll record one. We'll just okay. Why don't you do it? Just go Android. Do it. I don't know the voice. Okay, we'll do it. Later. <laughs> we'll do it, later. Joey. <laughs> so the U.S. military sent live anthrax by accident through FedEx. Oh, yeah, I saw that. It went to yes. nine different states. Nine right? different states and South Korea. Oh, Who accidentally <laughs> sends live anthrax. Why are they sending anthrax the band anywhere? What? <laughs> no, it was not the band. The band was not shipped through FedEx. Yeah, oh, okay. Ian, what's his face from anthrax? <laughs> what? What? What's happening? They just show. Company up. spokesman Jim McClimsey. Uh huh. I guarantee that's not his name. <laughs> FedEx is committed to the safe transport of all customer. Oh. Oh, I, oh boy! I you wrote a word down that you that cannot now. This read. segment's the fuck up of the week. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did I say of that? Course. Andy knew what was coming. Yeah, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, of our customer shipments and our employees. Uh huh. Well, that's a lie. So uh, right now, there was 22 people in a training lab that were exposed. Uh-huh. But were they wearing plastic bread bags on their feet? Because that <laughs> no, would have protected them. They did not have plastic. Uh, then they bread wouldn't have been If you get anthrax sent to you, it's bad news. You see, growing up, I only had one good pair of shoes. So if the anthrax gets there, now the interesting them. thing about this is samples are supposed to that be. Was a reach, but I, 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 like it. I forgot. I thought it started differently. Yeah. Gotcha. Samples are supposed to be uh, like rendered uh-huh. dead. Before they were even shipped. Well, so, of course. So the they fact that fucking live anthrax. Yeah, in the so mail. that yeah. was done. Uh, CDC spokesman said, talking to the mic, that the CDC is working in conjunction with state and federal partners to conduct an ongoing investigation, investigation, ongoing investigation, possibly, which are the labs. That the samples received from the <laughs> DOJ. You just started saying a sentence and they were like, help. Help. <laughs> help. You were just like, no, we out. <laughs> and that is the fuck up of the week. All right. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, this could be a continuing segment. I think you should, maybe we'll come up with a little bit of more of a format for how the fuck up of the week is going to go. Yeah. Like we'll have a. A soundboard? No, we'll have like uh, you'll say what what the situation is, and then just like a couple like quick okay. hits and matters. So we'll work on it, but fine, yes. I'll let you do a fuck up of the week. Yay. But you got to commit to doing it every week now. Yeah, not oh. like these raps where you come in unprepared. I <laughs> yeah, want you're just, like a yeah. Okay, I look like a fucking pimp. Nice. I, 
I don't agree. Um, <laughs> all right. So listen, so this is a fun episode. Yes, it was. A little bit longer. I got to listen back. Honestly, I'm feeling a little insecure about it. You guys let me know if you like the you? episode. I'd appreciate it. Yeah, I don't know why, but whatever. I, I think it's it. I'm delirious because it's like 100 degrees in here. Oh, yeah. Uh, I promise we're not going to play as many sound clips every week, but it's just it's <laughs> like a new toy, so I got involved with it. I think it's yeah. fun. Yeah, we had, we had fun. We'll be adding well. more. We'll you know edit some out. We'll figure it out. Oh, uh, speaking of having fun, uh, I bought a uh, a Lego set this weekend and assembled it. Which one? Which one? Uh, not a Star it's Wars. A strange choice. Ah, that's, I that's like that. Done. It was um, <laughs> it was the Lego City ones, and it's like a uh, like an Arctic cat, like track. Oh, cool. And, yeah, on tracks, and he has like a winch in the back and like fold out mirror. It's dope. And uh, it's Star Wars Legos are parka. They are, and that's too what expensive. that's yeah. what Julia got for her uh, cousin, and when she was there, like. I was like, oh, I'm buying a Lego. Very cool, yeah. yeah. I love Lego. On the cheap, too. I got this nice little Lego set for like 25 bucks. Oh, Did it come that? with like the, the Lego, like the, the remover tool? It's the most. Oh, yeah. yeah it's the coolest thing. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. We're. we're Sorry. Right. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, meandering. That might be the name of this episode. Uh, all right. So thank you very much for listening. Again, we got the soundboard. We're not going to go overboard next time, but I thought it was fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed doing it. Uh, I'm very happy to have little Joe Herrera here. Thank you again for the assistance setting this up. Andrew Genalosi, as always, it's been a pleasure, my friend. Of course. Joey, we're going to work on this segment. We'll yes. see what happens. Guys. Samsonite. Listen, if you want to hear more episodes of the show, you go to SoundCloud.com slash Mandatory Samson. You can follow us on there. You can leave comments under the track. Let us know how we're doing. Comment. Get involved. You can also send us an email, mandatorysamson at gmail.com. You can get in touch with us on Twitter. I'm at Mansamp. This guy is at Joey from Jersey, Jersey with a Z. Mm-hmm. The man across from me is at A underscore Lozy, L-O-Z-Z-I. Uh, you can also go on dailymotion.com slash stand up New York Labs. You can watch full episodes of this podcast and all the other podcasts we do here and all the other stuff that we're working on. And I don't know, whatever, Snapchat, Instagram, whatever else you want to do. We... So much appreciate you listening to the program. Please continue to do so. We will continue to show up here and talk into these microphones for as long as anyone will let us. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye.